0: Into sin. But Christ, the perfect sinless one, the perfect lamb without spot, was made to be sin for your sake and mine. I throw myself in there too because I'm no better than you are. It's only by the blood of Jesus that I've been made whole, Brother David. It's only by his grace that I stand here today. Jesus would come in, and and I love this. He would become the propitiation, or he would pay your debt of your sin he would absorb your sin he was rich owning everything having everything needing nothing it's 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 amazing to me but Christ loved you so much that he came he left the riches of heaven he came and he dwelt on earth as a man and was obedient to the point of death dying for you and me knowing that we needed someone to pay the price of sin. He who knew no sin became sin so that we could become rich. Everyone say, see, right here. Say, see, so we could become rich. I believe God wants to bless you. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. I believe God wants to bless you, but God is more interested in your spiritual r- richness and wellness than he is your monetary richness. See, there's, there's substance and there's purpose for your life today because he has enriched you because Christ is in your life. And, and, and my sins, he has forgiven. My failures, he has covered by his blood now you might become rich refers to the spiritual richness riches that Jesus gives to all who place their trust in him now listen this is going to be a simple salvation sermon today straight i'm just i'm just shooting straight with you right now this is what god gives us when we when we believe in him when we when we make him lord of our life he, this is what he offers to us number 1 forgiveness everyone say forgiveness you know what forgiveness is not counting your sins against you. How many know that when God forgives us, he doesn't count our sins against us anymore? The the scripture says that he forgets them. He casts them as far as the east is from the west. Everyone say forgiveness. Here's number two, justification. That's a big word. And you know what justification is? Not only does God forgive us or does not count our sins against us, but justification is this. Just as it never happened, he brings it back to the fresh point. How many need a fresh start? Man, I, I, I love that. He he's justifies. Here's number three. This is another thing that he offers, regeneration. Everyone say regeneration. You know what that is? That is a moral change in a man from loving sin to loving God And righteous things, he takes you from the thing that drug you into the sin and pulls you out of it. Uh, They say it this way: the old time, old time believers say this. He brought me out of the miry clay, and he set my feet on a rock to stay. That's what that is. He changed my perspective. Brother Dave, you are, thank you for being up here today. You are where you are because God saw something. He forgave you, He justified you, and and you are walking this thing out day by day. Here's the next one right here. Everyone, I love this one. Say, eternal life. You know what? As a believer, you know what we have? The hope of heaven. The hope of heaven. And the new Jerusalem with the Lord. You know, we get to spend eternity with our creator. Here's number five right here. Glorification. Everyone say glorification. And that's our nature after our, our physical death in eternity with God. So, look, Scripture says he he bought you with a price from the slavery of sin to become the children of God. God wants to take you from the, being a slave to sin to being a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to sin, but I am a child of God. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. He set me free. See, Jesus is uh, coming in a manger. gives us salvation, amen? It gives us salvation. It gives us hope. It gives us joy. It gives us peace. Jesus was rich. He became poor. So you could be rich and be saved. So travel with me real fast, if you will, to the manger. And I talked about this over the last few weeks. Jesus was laid in a, a manger, a feeding trough. Jesus would later call himself the bread of life. This feeding trough was probably a stone one in most reality. The bread of life lying in a manger. The Scripture says that he was wrapped in swaddling clothes. Probably in a stone manger at his birth. Look at this. I want you to look at this. 33 years later, he would be wrapped in grave clothes lying in a borrowed stone tomb. Living a perfect life to become the perfect lamb to pay the price for your sins and mine, can I tell you something today? I just want to speak to you just just for a moment here. I, I promise I'm almost done. On that cross. This is what Jesus did. He was wounded in his head for your lustful thoughts, for your anger for all the things that you shouldn't be thinking. He was, he was injured. He had thorns placed on his head. He was wounded in his hands for your evil touch because the Lord knew that you were going to do stuff with your hands that was not glorifying to God, that would lead you into sin. He was wounded on, on his feet for your evil walk because he knew that you were going to go places that you knew you shouldn't go. You're going to put your, place, your feet in places that they shouldn't be. He bled in his mouth for the evil talk because he knew vile things, corrupt things were going to come out of your mouth. Took stripes on, your, on his back for your sickness because he knew that we were going to have sickness. He bled out of his side for the evil and the sin that was inside each of us. Paying the high price for your sins and mine once and for all. He said this on the cross. It is finished. Jesus paid it all. Scripture says then he would be buried and rise again. And when he would rise again, he would defeat hell, sin, and the grave forever. Amen. Can I tell you this? That's why he came. His purpose for coming was to give you the free gift of salvation. The greatest Christmas gift that you could ever accept. You know what I love about this gift from Jesus? Oh, you know what I love about this? We're just not exchanging gifts. He's given me something that I don't deserve, that I can't pay for, that I'm not even worthy to have. Shane Pruitt said this, and I I saw this on Twitter, and I I thought I would repeat it today. He said this, Christmas is not about the movies. It's about the greatest story ever told. It's not about the lights. It's about the light of the world. It's not about the tree. It's about the one crucified on the tree. It's not about the presents. It's about... His presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus, the greatest gift. He was rich. He became poor so we could be rich. And you know what that's called? Grace. Unmerited, undeserved favor. And if you're here today and you, you hear me, listen, I, I believe the Lord set this moment up. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, I want to give you an invitation to know him today. What better day to know him than the day that we celebrate that he came to this earth to give you that free gift. With all heads bowed and all eyes closed, say, hey, Pastor, I came to, because my wife drugged me here, I came because of whatever reason that you have here. Can I tell you this? The gift of salvation is free to you today. It's free to me today. Romans 10, 9 says, because if we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And under the sound of my voice, you say, hey, pastor, this is my moment today. And I want to know, Jesus says, as my personal Savior, if you just lift your hand with nobody looking around, I want to pray with you today. Anybody in this house, anybody in this house today? We, we tarry just a moment here, just a moment. Don't miss your moment today. It's a free gift that he is willing to give to you today. All right. How many would say, hey, look at me. How many would say, hey, I'm grateful for that gift today? How many would say, I, I'm blessed because of that gift today? How many would say, I'm not where I used to be because of that gift today? How many would say, I, I'm free in my spirit because of that gift today? I'm not what I used to be because of that gift. Amen? That free gift. Can, can you just do this? Will you stand with me for just a moment? Can we just begin to just give the Lord adoration and praise in this house for a moment? Can you begin to thank him for the gift of Jesus Christ, his son? Come on. Can you just begin to love on him? Can we just take a moment to thank the, 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 the God of the universe for the greatest gift, the greatest gift that you'll ever receive, the greatest gift, the freest gift, You don't deserve it, but he gave it to you anyways. He loved you anyways, despite of who you were. He loved you. He loved you anyways. Thank you, Jesus. So, Lord, right now, Lord, will you search our hearts in this place, God? God will you look within us God and if there's any area in our life Lord that maybe we haven't given to you God God this is the moment we say God I surrender to you God I give it to you God every part of me Thank you Jesus Now if you have with you I don't know if you got it when you came in if you if you have your communion elements if you don't have those, can the ushers help me out? And if you don't have one, just lift up your hand. You need one and say, hey, uh, we, we we allow open communion around here. You don't have to be a member of our church to participate in this. But I will say this. The, the Bible says this in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty eight that let a person examine himself and then so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. So I do want to do this. I want to take just a few moments here for the next minute or so. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to just examine you as they, as they maybe get some more communion elements out to those who need them in this place today. Come on, just take a moment. Lord, search me. God, search my heart today. God, God if there's anything that's impure in me, God, forgive me. God, if there's anything in me today, God, I surrender to you. God, I give it to you. Lord, you are the Lord of my life. You are a great God. As we tarry just a moment. The Lord's Supper is a celebration of God's greatest gift. Our salvation, the Eucharist, the word early Christians used to describe Holy Communion literally means thanksgiving and when we do this, we do this in remembrance of the Lord, but we also give thanks for what he's done for us. On the night he was betrayed, Jesus ate his last supper with his disciples and knowing what he would accomplish through his sacrifice, he instituted communion. His loving instructions is that we are to remember him and we are to partake of the communion. Jesus wanted us to remember how his body was broken for our wholeness. And his blood was shed for the forgiveness of our sins. And when we partake of this remembrance, we proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. I'm going to ask Brother Matt to come.
1: that you just take out your bread and just hold it up. The book of Luke, it says, and he took bread, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's pray. Father, thank you once again, Lord. God, thank you for sending your son. For sending your son down to this earth, Lord God, so that he can be brought back to you that he can sacrifice his body for us, Lord. Through our minds, God, through our hands, through our feet, God, that you sent your son to change our lives. Father, thank you. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, you can take of the bread.
0: The same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, "This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you." Luke twenty two twenty. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for becoming Emmanuel, God with us. We thank you for the blood that forgives us of our sin, of a forgiveness that we do not deserve, the gift that we do not deserve. Lord, we we thank you and we praise you. In your name, Amen. Take. Can you lift your hands and begin to thank Him? Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. God of what you're doing. God, thank you. God, for the greatest gift of salvation, your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, you are rich. You became poor so I could be rich. God, I thank you for that today. How many are grateful for for salvation today in Jesus Christ? Amen. Come on, give him a hand clap of praise. And this is what we're going to do. When, you know what we do when, when there's good news, when there's good things happening in your life? We celebrate, amen? How many know that God brought us, with salvation comes joy, with salvation comes peace, with salvation comes great things, amen? Listen, I, I know we had a, a somber moment there, and I love the remembrance of the Lord, but you know what I love to do? I love to celebrate what God has done for me, Amen. Amen. So I want you, I've asked them to sing this song, and we're going to lift up the name of the Lord and glorify his name. I want you to do something with me. I want you to get your joy shoes on. What What do you mean by that? I want you to get excited about what Christ, hey, some of you got excited for what you got under the tree. I want you to get excited about what Jesus did on the tree for you right now. Come on. He brought you joy. Amen.